Welcome to ADHD Crash Course. I am sick of my intro, so I'm just going to stop using it. You can hear the intro in episodes 1 through 54 and know more about who I am and kind of how I got here, but I usually don't like listening to that same thing repeat every week, and you probably are sick of it too, so let's just jump in. Welcome to ADHD Crash Course. Today we're going to talk about a subject that comes up a lot. Should I tell my employer that I have ADHD? And like a typical coach, I'm not going to answer that for you because I really can't, but I'm going to ask you other questions that might kind of help you arrive to your answer to this question because it's going to be different, right? It'll be different for everyone depending on where they're working and how ADHD is showing up for them. So the first question that I would ask anyone considering uh, looping their employer in about ADHD is do you know how ADHD is showing up for you specifically in this job? How is ADHD impacting how you do this job? Um, and the next question is, what would you like to be different? What, what kind of accommodations, support, changes do you need to be able to do your job well with ADHD? And this really matters because ADHD is going to show up differently for different people. What is it that you need? Do you need flexible deadlines? Do you need to work from home, working later hours, coming in later and leaving later? Do you need long-term projects broken down with some check-ins planned? Do you use noise-canceling headphones or a working space that has less traffic and visual distractions to help with distractibility? You know, what you might need as an accommodation, what might be most important for you, might be really different than it is for me or for someone else with ADHD. So if you just say ADHD, first of all, a lot of people really don't know the extent of what that means. But even if they do, even if they're kind of well-versed in how ADHD could show up, it does not mean that they know how it shows up for you. So knowing what's getting in your way and what you would like supported is probably the most important thing you're going to need to know going into that conversation, letting an employer know that you have ADHD and you need some support. I was working with someone who had an incredible employer, a really proactive, positive employer that she had told she had ADHD and this person really wanted to work with her, but they were just applying the accommodations that they thought would fit her and it was not a good fit for her. It was really overwhelming. She felt micromanaged, kind of tanked her motivation because it was kind of suffocating her, but she had not been a big part in directing that conversation and directing what she needed. And so this well-meaning a manager was just applying things that they, you know, either they had researched helped with ADHD brains, or maybe they had some experience themselves. So you have to be ready to be more than just an advocate. You want to be a director in terms of what you need at work to support ADHD. Another thing to consider when you're wanting to discuss ADHD um, with an employer is what is the culture of your work environment? This needs to be thought about before you are having this discussion. What is the culture? Is it a culture that is supportive? Is it one that's competitive? Is it one that's collaborative, that's relation-based? You know, cultures sometimes are created very intentionally by a company, and sometimes they're just a byproduct of, of the goals of the company, of the focus of the company. And so when you're looking at a work situation, knowing your company culture and how that might impact what you share and how you share it. I work with people in every kind of work environment you can imagine. There are some that are really intentionally supportive and look to really support their employees in areas of mental health and areas of wellness, and they, they want to come alongside employers. There are other work environments that are not 
just not that way. Ideally, that'd be great if we all had that, right? But there are some work environments that have a culture that is not going to be helpful when we're looking at accommodations. Now, what about your legal rights? When it comes to having ADHD and receiving accommodations in the workplace, I'm going to start by saying I am not even remotely a legal expert, and there are certainly people who are much more qualified than I am to discuss this specifically. I will say that here in the U.S. that we have the Americans with Disabilities Act, and that mandates that accommodations are provided for people with disabilities that are that are reasonable. Now, reasonable is relative, and you're going to have a lot more variability in that than, say, the school system, where accommodations are going to be a little bit more uniform because schools are a little more uniform across the board versus working environments. In the U.S., there are laws that protect those with disabilities. ADHD does fall under that category. Whether or not you personally view it as that, legally it does. And so there are accommodations that you should be able to access under that law. You know, unfortunately, I have worked with people who have had experiences where they've disclosed they had ADHD and that was intentionally or unintentionally leveraged against them. You know, I've had several situations that people have shared with me where ADHD kind of became the scapegoat and the go-to after they disclosed this when sometimes there were other issues in the work environment that were the real culprits and suddenly everything was about ADHD. You know, if you're asking someone to get 65 hours of work done in a 40-hour work week and they're not able to comply, then that's not ADHD that's preventing them maybe from completing that work. Now, where ADHD might make this trickier is the individual being able to judge that this is not a realistic request because a lot of times people with ADHD aren't strong in managing their time. They may work a lot of extra hours, feeling like they're making up for mismanaged time on their own personal time. And so that whole boundary around time gets very blurry and very difficult for people to measure who have this kind of time blindness. They're actually more vulnerable, I think, in work environments for taking on too much often and not having boundaries, not because they don't think they deserve it, but because it's hard for them to judge time. So I'm going to share a personal story to kind of illustrate this one. This happened to me really recently. This um, this last couple of months have been super chaotic for reasons that had nothing to do with work and systems that I normally have in place that really help support me with ADHD just weren't enough, honestly. And I didn't adjust quickly enough to head off some drop balls. And one of those drop balls, and I swear I have never done this before. I really haven't (laughs) done plenty of things, but I haven't done this specific thing is I completely stood up somebody who had scheduled a getting to know you call to see if we would work together. I don't even know what happened, never even saw it, which like I said, I have systems where I see things multiple times, so I'm still not sure what happened there, but definitely was my fault, was a drop ball on my end, and this person was understandably frustrated, totally got that this person was frustrated. They kind of got a barb in like, hey, is this what I can expect out of coaching with you? And I'm like, well, maybe, you know, I don't (laughs) Like you'll still, you'll still do stupid stuff. Like it's just, you you won't stop being human, but I didn't say that. I just apologized and owned what was my mistake. Now, given the work I do, I didn't really have to specifically tell him I had ADHD, you know, kind of piece that one together, but I owned that and felt very comfortable owning that and apologizing for it. Now, the reason why I'm telling this story specific to my point about a lot of things getting blamed on ADHD that are not necessarily ADHD is that this person sent me another message wanting to reschedule. They sent it on a day that I was not in the office and not working. And this person had this expectation that I would give an immediate response. 
24 hours later, I was in the office responding to my emails and there was another email from this person who, because they expected me to respond immediately, had interpreted my not responding within 24 hours as an ADHD problem. And they, they said it very, very clearly <laughs> in this email that obviously I'm not managing my own ADHD and they should have known better than to look to somebody who had the same issues to help them and, and quite a few things in there. And here's the thing about knowing your brain and knowing your story and knowing ADHD and how it shows up for you and trusting that, trusting your experience. I did not at any point think, huh, yeah, they're right. I just, I don't have a handle on this. This is all ADHD because it, it wasn't an ADHD problem. It was an expectation problem. It's not uncommon for me to need a day or two days or even three to respond to an email. And I get a lot of email communication and I do the best that I can, but I, it's not an ADHD issue that that person's expectation wasn't met. And so, you know, this is a story that has both, right? It has a place where ADHD absolutely showed up for me and a place where someone else's interpretation in blaming ADHD for an issue wasn't appropriate and wasn't accurate. Now, if you don't feel really comfortable or really safe sharing that you have ADHD, you can still ask for accommodations without specifying ADHD. When you know what you need and why you need it, you can say, you know, I get really distracted when there's a lot going on around me. It helps me be productive to wear these headphones and to kind of work in this area. If really wide open deadlines are difficult for you, you can loop somebody in and say, you know, I don't do well when I'm not checking in throughout a project. It's much more motivating, supportive, helpful for me to give updates as I go and make sure I'm on course. You don't specifically have to say anything about ADHD or executive functioning skills. We all have preferences. We all have ways that we get our best work. And so if you need to just share specific ways that you can be better supported and that you could be more productive, that sometimes is enough to get accommodations in place without having to share a specific diagnosis if you don't want to. And if you are sharing that you have ADHD, one of the ways that I have often found is helpful to do that is to talk about executive functioning skills. ADHD is funny because a lot of people think they know what it is, right? And so whether it's an adult or a child or anyone, people have heard of ADHD, you know, at least in the US, it's very, very common. People have heard of it. And this may not give a very accurate picture of what ADHD actually is and specifically how it shows up for the individual who's sharing this. And so when you talk about that group of skills, that kind of get it done skills that is so often impacted with ADHD and is really one of the biggest functional impacts that we see, especially in the work environment, that can help define this and clarify this and, and make you more likely to get the right kind of support, the right kind of help when you're sharing about ADHD in the workplace. So wrapping up, whether or not you tell your employer about having ADHD is super personal and there are a lot of factors to consider, but no matter what the circumstances are around your employment, knowing your personal experience of ADHD and what you want your employer to do with this information is a really important 
place to start when you're making this decision. Thank you so much for joining me today. I've had some people reach out and ask about when the next group coaching program, Embrace Your Brain, is starting. We're aiming for the end of February to start that group again, which will really be here before you know it. So if you're interested in that, head over to my website, www.theadhdclaritycoach.com. You can either get on the wait list, drop me a message if you have questions about the group coaching program. But if you do have interest, reach out. I would love to hear from you.